Well, hello, hello, beautiful human, and welcome to Waffle Free Storytelling. It's Tina Constant here, and you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> the jibber-jabber's at the end. So we're jumping right into this week's story, which is called The Art and the Artist. It's a story about Alexander Forcelli, and he had a problem. As an artist, he loved to paint, but he was too good, so good, that the demand for his work outstretched what he could deliver in any day or week or even year. He accepted early in his career that he would need help. He would need a lot of help. <laughs> First, he got help maintaining his home and his garden, which included a housekeeper and a gardener, and then a chef and a butler and a driver and a valet. All of these people he hired without any thought beyond how they would be able to serve his needs. By the end of his hiring phase, he had practically hired a village to look after him, all so he could paint. And for a while it worked. While all of the domestic chores were humming and buzzing around him, he painted and life was good, business was good. But the more he painted, the better he got. And the better he got, the greater the demand for what he produced. And one day, it once again became too much, and he stopped. I need more help, he declared. And so he decided to hire an apprentice. After what seemed like an endless search, he found a woman with such talent it astounded him. He set her up in front of an easel, gave her stern instruction, and then, like a conductor of an orchestra, he set her to work. In no time at all, the apprentice was producing double the amount of art that Alexander Forcelli had ever produced. Alexander was so pleased with the result that he sat back with his face to the sun and relaxed while his servants worked and his apprentice painted. The more the apprentice painted, the better she got. The better the apprentice got, the more recognition Alexander got. Naturally, working as close as they did, Alexander soon imagined that he was in love. The affair was short, but it caught the public eye. And naturally, people began to wonder what part this mystery woman played in the creation of this great art. Was she merely a muse, or was she more? Well, in a fit of panic and paranoia, Alexander locked his apprentice away so no one could find her. For 15 years, 15 years, the apprentice worked, and Alexander Forcelli took all the credit. Until again, people began to talk about where the woman had vanished to. Well... By now, there were at least five years' worth of completed artwork in stock, and Alexander Forcelli decided to rid himself of the problem. And so he lured his apprentice and his one-time lover to the lake where he drowned her until she was dead. <laughs> With all of his lessons learned, he began to search for a new apprentice. He needed someone small, Someone quiet, someone he could easily hide, somebody who could paint without being noticed. Now this someone was his new housekeeper. 
a young and unassuming girl that he had hired just one year after the murder of his previous apprentice. Her name was Licia. Do your daily work, Alexander Forcelli demanded. Then at night, come to the studio and paint. If you don't, the great artist declared, I will be forced to fire every person working for me and they will die in poverty and mystery because I will make sure they never work again. Well, wanting to protect her new friends, Licia agreed. So between her everyday chores, all the way through the night and every moment she could spare, Licia would go down to the studio, lift a brush and paint. And the more she painted, the better she got. Her painting had a powerful spirit and the world went wild for this new art. For Shelley, they said, your work has reached a whole new level of genius. And for Shelley took a bow and he took all the credit. When the gold rolled in, he built new wings on his house simply because he could. It was in the midst of all of this success and celebration that the mayor herself arrived. She had a banquet to prepare and she wanted a fine piece of art to grace the walls. More than that, she wanted to watch the master at work. <laughs> but here was the problem. Alexander Forcelli hadn't lifted a paintbrush in years. And when he did, slightly drunk on fame and alcohol, the brush felt foreign in his hands. The oils that he used to command were like concrete to touch. In a panic, he called Lisha. With the mayor waiting and his whole reputation at stake, Alexander Forcelli begged her to create an artwork in that moment. I will give you anything, he said. Anything you want. And Lisha looked over the grounds, and she said, When you pass, I will have this house and the gardens. And Alexander agreed. And Lisha said, While you live, you will present yourself as the artist like you have always done. Well, of course, Alexander agreed. And finally, Lisha said, From now on, your paintings will be signed A for Celli. Without hesitation, Alexander Forcelli agreed, and Lisha got to work. With the skill of a master and the grace of the gods and the technique of a master craftsman, she created a piece of art far greater than the man himself ever imagined, and his reputation spread. For ten years, this is how the pair worked. Lisha painted and Alexander Forcelli took the credit. Until one day the queen of all the lands paid him a visit. She didn't want him to paint for her, which relieved him, as you can imagine. Instead, she wanted to know the meaning behind the work. Why this colour? Why this shape? Why this image? The queen asked. And of course, Forcelli didn't have the answers. Now the queen was insightful. She had a keen eye. She watched Forcelli stumble, and when it got all too embarrassing, she suggested tea in the sunshine. 
grateful for some time to collect himself, Fuccelli snapped his fingers and he ordered tea. Leisha, in keeping with her household duties, she obliged. She washed her hands as well she could, but she couldn't get the oil from under her fingernails. You paint too, the queen said. And Leisha smiled and she nodded. Then the queen looked between Leisha and Fuccelli, and she studied their faces and their eyes and the curve of their hands. I see you've inherited your talent from your father, the queen declared. And Leisha smiled. Then the queen frowned, Eh, Fuccelli, what is your name, child? Without looking at Alexander Fuccelli, Leisha said, My name is Alicia. It was all too much for Fuccelli. In a moment, he saw beyond his art and his money and his celebrity and the lies. And he saw the woman he'd imagined he'd loved for a moment. The woman who'd been his apprentice. The woman he had locked away for all those years. The woman he had drowned in the lake. Now he studied his apprentice. When he hired her, he had hardly looked at her at all. He had paid no attention, but now he remembered her mother. He remembered the woman he had locked in that room for fifteen years. Had she given birth and raised a child behind those bars? The woman he had tried so hard to forget? Some say it was the shock of it. Some say it was the pure humiliation, but Alexander Fuccelli died that same day. As promised, Alicia Fuccelli, his only child, inherited everything, including his reputation. She cremated the old artist and mixed his ashes with emulsion and then spread that emulsion on the east and west facing walls of the grand house. Now, she said, you can sit with your face to the sun all day and do nothing. The word of Fuccelli's fraud spread, and Alicia Fuccelli's fame grew to be legendary. To this day, she still works. She keeps all the people her father hired to run the house and the grounds, but no one, no one touches a brush. If you do not do the work, she said more than once, the work is not yours to claim. And there you go. <laughs> now, I sat for a while with this story and wondered where it came from. And uh, it came from, from the increased use of AI. Now, it's all very well to use new technology, new systems, new processes. This, this is growth and expansion as, as human beings. And, and it always has been and it always will be. But... Um, but when it comes to using AI to do your work for you, when you no longer write your own original stuff, when you no longer deeply research and practice your own ideas, when you literally put a question into AI and then copy and paste the answer and call it yours, it means you can copy and paste. It doesn't mean that you know anything. And so when you are caught in a corner, with somebody who has read the work that you are claiming to be an expert in and they ask you a simple question and you find you cannot answer it, that's when things begin to fall apart. Uh, so I guess it's a cautionary tale. 
you know, use these new tools, use these new techniques, but don't forget to use your brain. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Maybe that's the message. Hey, have a fantastic, beautiful, glorious, wonderful, creative week. And um, oh, go and do something original and unique and, and you put your brain and your heart and your soul into it. That is the stuff that people will seek out. <sighs> All right, I'm going to stop now. Have a beautiful day. <laughs> Hug the people you love. And uh, I will see you next time for something weird and wild from the Waffle Free Universe. Okay, bye-bye now.